Welcome to the Nutramedical Report and Clay and Iron Show live in Hour 2 for July 3rd, 2007. Our special guest, Alan Watt, is on the program regularly, CuttingThroughTheMatrix.com. Welcome to the program, Alan Watt. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, Alan, uh, we had a great discussion before airtime today, and uh, we always do. And as we start to understand the real issue, Cutting Through the Matrix, your website, C-U-T-T-I-N-G, ThroughTheMatrix.com, People need to get your three-set, literally, expose of the real dialectic of confusion and to literally come out of Babylon, come out of confusion, because if we don't, we're going to be victims. And the solution is not just a geopolitical one, a technical one, or an environmental one. It is coming out of an understanding of, of confusion that has been promulgated by the overlords, the elite, that have set themselves up to be a predator class, and have hidden from us our solutions. So tell us more of how we can come out of the darkness and, and get into solutions to all of this ridiculousness that's going on and uh, understanding the nature of what kind of a being we are and what kind of a universe we live in. I, I think what people must really try and do is when they, they really stop everything and start to examine themselves, first of all, to say, who am I? And if you're really honest, you're a composite of all your indoctrinations from birth through school and through your work life. You, you, you think your opinions are your own, but they've all been marketed uh, into you. And when you, when you get to a stage like that, then you can start asking the right questions. Right. Because once you say, who am I, you, you, you ask yourself, well, who runs this system? Because it is a completely ordered system. And when you dig into even the recent past, never mind the, the, the ancient past or the medieval past, you'll find that thinkers, great thinkers, were always employed by the high courts of kings and queens uh, right up until into the, the parliamentary democracies, as they call them today, to literally plan the future. And uh, that's an, uh, an odd thing for people because we think in spans of our lifetime that, that's the normal thing for the average person to, to imagine is to try and do a certain thing, buy a house, have it paid off, retire, etc. It's hard for us to imagine there are people who literally are, are paid and I talk about hundreds and hundreds of think tanks to, to plan uh, hundreds of years ahead in the future right. and, and to an ordered society. Then you realize it's always been this way and not a generation has passed ever knowing the real truth that the major events that happen in their life and all the major changes, cultural, wars, economic and everything, were planned long before they were born, like a, a drama. Yeah, exactly. They even try to tell us that the cycles of the economy are random when in fact they control every lever and control button of the whole economy. Mm -hmm. The dialectics of war, nothing happens but the dark hand of the elitists uh, that have kept us in, in a quote, state of being profane and they try to prove to us by telling us in advance what they're going to do to us, but people don't believe them in their own documents when they say they're going to reduce the world population, yeah. they're going to poison our food, they're going to bring us to war, they're going to have three world wars, and they even publish it sometimes even hundreds of years before it happens. They do, and even after uh, World War One and World War Two, the same authors, that the, the main authors that were propagandist for this uh, agenda and the British government, uh, like H.G. Wells, after World War II, he said, we need another war to bring the public worldwide to their knees <laughs> to, to yeah. accept this new system that we want to bring in. 
and the new system they were, he was talking about wasn't dreamed up by him he was just an employee and uh, a lowly scribbler for the agenda and uh, he was told all this stuff by his superiors and they were, what they were talking about was a brand new system an organized more efficient system where those intellectuals and those with power had the right to not only dictate how every individual would, would live their life and, and maybe even breed or not breed but they would have the right to decide if you should even live or die if there's any use for you in their system that was also part of this whole new brand new brave new world and, and guess what we were in the middle of it right now this is the final end of this, this part we're, we're right on the brink and it's coming down quickly with the aid of technologies which Madame Blavatsky talked about in the 1800s amongst other people and she was only a, a front actress really for a, a, a kind of side degree from the female lodges to get the, the women into the new age yeah, of course, Blavatsky and their movements were tied uh, intimately with the Thule Society and the and these societies that used uh, Luciferian channeling techniques to get access to advanced beings from other realms, so they could get advanced technical uh, and uh, technological things, and to to do literally things that we consider right out of the Bible. We're talking about astral channeling with demonic entities. They're very real. And unfortunately, people just don't believe them. In fact, one of the greatest secrets is that these people at the top, people say, no, people couldn't be like that. They couldn't plan the death of millions. They couldn't be like that. That's not human. The thing is, it's not governed by humanity. And that's what they don't understand. Yeah, and Blavatsky also said that the goal of theosophy was ultimately to cross science with the, the world of spirit. And right. when you see the technologies they have today, which can literally remotely program you from a distance, and they have already crossed what we've called the spirit barrier into right. another well, realm. Well, the spirit barrier really is just a higher understanding. I tell people spiritual issues are just basically the higher dimensions of our reality. As I've said many times, if we knew what we were, we wouldn't do what we're doing. And I said in the talk on December 7th in, in uh, Granada Forum, uh, in Los Angeles that uh, 10,000 years from now we've survived the cataclysms that are coming upon us both astrologically, geologically, geophysically, environmentally and technologically there won't be any quote, religions and people say that's strange because they look and say well how is that possible well any advanced culture that gets beyond our stage to survive our technology has to understand what kind of a being we are understand the nature of the universe and understand that if we don't stay connected and literally do the will of the Most High God, we cannot survive. Any sentient being in this universe isn't going to survive their technology. And we're dealing with a very vast universe and we're also dealing with very great evil that has invaded our time space, not just from somewhere but also some when, to create great evil, destruction and death. And it's been through the auspices of the New World Order that this latest incarnation of evil that's happened through previous cataclysms and ages of history that have caused all the wars, death, and destruction throughout the ages is the same Luciferian, reptilian, satanic powers that have done the same things through all these secret orders. It's the same bloodlines and high priests. And there's no doubt that... that uh, I keep thinking of Marshall McLuhan's work on perception and the creation of perception and the alteration of perception and manipulation of perception which he was an expert in uh, in a particular field and he, he he said eventually the time is coming and in the 1960s he said this that uh, 
people will communicate mainly through the ether, uh, so it'd be voiceless, uh, bodiless people basically communicating through voices through the ether, <laughs> and it would change the whole way that everyone thought and did and worked and everything else. And today, when you think about it, yeah, technology has got us to a stage which we all like. We like little bits of it, you see. And we don't realize the other side of the coin. Uh, it's not there just for your benefit. It's there for ulterior purposes in the long run. And we're being trained like, like rats are being trained to go from one trap to the next trap to the next one into the final trap. Uh, the computer was first. They knew when they gave us the computer that, that people would get hooked on it very easily. And that's why they made sure every major newspaper in the world for three years kept telling you there was so much porn on it. Isn't that terrible? Knowing that that would get the people in. Uh, that was the big hook. Uh, but the computer was to only last a certain time. And once it became indispensable to the average person, the next step was to bring them to, of course, we know the iPod came in. And then the next step was a brain chip which right. would seem like a natural progression to most people. And um, they're already teaching them in school now that the brain chip is inevitable and it'll make them into their superheroes, basically. Right, and that's what they do. They, they talk about you won't be, unless you're cybernetically and genetically enhanced like Spider-Man, you just aren't going to be on the in crowd. You're going to be literally a Model T human. The post-human generation is being upon us, and this is what they're trying to do now. We'll be back in a moment with Alan Watt and more Cutting Through the Matrix. Welcome back to the Nuclear Medical Report. Um, Alan, I wonder if you can talk a little bit about your three set uh, books that are available that are through Cutting Through the Matrix. And you show up a sample page from book number one. Tell us about some of these materials that people really need to get. But the real issue is you have to have a personal transformation inside, just as Yeshua HaMashiach Jesus said, when I return, you shall be as me. He's not saying that I'm going to change you. He's saying that you've got to wake up. You've got to realize you're a child of the Most High God, and you've got to start taking responsibility. You have to know that you've been led astray and lied to for thousands of years. You've been treated like cattle, and they're about to kill many of you because their plans are to reduce the population. And in your books, you actually show the truth of how we have been lied to, and many of generations going down through the ages have been killed by these same high priests. Uh, tell us how, uh, some of the materials in your books. Yeah, in, in the first one and two of the series, book one and two, uh, I, I go through different coding that's even been, it's even in the language that we use right. has been encoded. And when you realize this, and they knew this a long, long, long time ago, that we are basically, our, our mind thinks like a computer. Right. We have a, a logic, we have a human logic, we have a, a language that we're given to use, and a, a programmer of a computer, if he were to, you have to ask him what the computer would answer, if he's programmed that, that computer and he knows its logic, he should be able to tell you what conclusion that, that computer will arrive at. Well, we work the same way. And when you realize that, that, that we are not coming to opinions by ourselves, we're following a logical sequence of data that's given to us, plus encoded language which subconsciously we recognize, we are arriving at opinions that are already pre-planned. And I show a lot of the coding in the books one and two. Uh, the whole language structure, again, even in ancient times, they understood how to control vast populations by language creation and alteration. 
um, and it's, it, it happened again in the Middle Ages when at the court of Queen Elizabeth I in the days of Shakespeare and Francis Bacon and so on they updated uh, a language which they then called English uh, from old sort of Nordic German into this new language and John Dee uh, and Bacon worked on it with other teams whole teams worked at it and they introduced it primarily through Shakespeare's work and the King James Bible the thousands of new words which became the English language and Bacon said we are creating the, which will be the international language of the future called English Right, and sure right. enough that has become the international language of business and commerce but of course the Germanic languages and the English language were made primarily to transmit information from the high priests mm-hmm. that's right <clears throat> That's what it's for. It's to implant the very structures like the lines of code and programming so you don't think out of the box. And if you do, and you do manage to transcend that, they try to recruit you to higher levels within the orders, which they've tried to do to you and to me and to many others that somehow think beyond the box. And as a result, we're a danger because, not because of what we do, but because of what we are. We're, we just That's don't what we are. I mean, I've known, I, I, what I've had, and, and you've probably had the same thing, are some of the very high organizations. One was in Switzerland. Um, I got in touch with me, and uh, they're high up there with the United Nations. They all work hand in glove. And you'll find this, they're tremendously, first of all, intrigued with you. Right. They're intrigued as to how you broke through all of this. Right. Because you're not supposed to break through. And, uh, and then, of course, comes the offers to join their big circle. And uh, well, along with all the financial benefits that would come in your way, um, you also have the agencies like MI6 who have been in the business of putting out front men for years from the days of Aleister Crowley to really confuse our minds up and to right. get the whole new age thing going for the youngsters. Uh, they come towards you too, trying to get you in. But the, the main thing is, and I found this down through my life, is the utter astonishment when you don't take their, their bribe they, yeah, they, they yeah. can't understand how you could refuse a huge massive gift or a bribe uh, that would lift you into the higher realms of saying I have no more financial worries ever well the thing is they want to turn uh, humanity into biological machines mm-hmm. automatons and they we are a spirit being having a human experience we are connected to the core of living waters we are made in the image of the most high God we are the children of the God of the universe. And there's billions and billions of worlds and civilizations out there. Our God is a God that's so great he can count every hair in our head. He can know every photon of energy in the universe and he can be a God that can save a billion worlds and a billion universes. That's how great our God is. And so if we don't understand that, that they have an androgynous hermaphroditic agenda that's reptilian, serpentine, and luciferian, that there is a great work that they've been working on that transcends ages and times, just like the cross on the front of the of the Knights Templar and the Knights of Malta that have literally believed that they're the civilization keepers crossing ages, the Star of the Crossing, which is a galactic cross in their front. And the esoteric uh, order, they use these signs and hand signs because they have often been hunted down when a civilization or the society finds out that these people are manipulating economies, causing death, destruction, and more. They're often, ex- you know, cut out of the society and chased down and killed. Yeah, they're uh, hunted. They're hunted. They're hunted down, and and we need to start another hunt because this is another time. That's why they have triskaidekaphobia, the death of the 
of Mr. Laflamme, the, uh, the the first that was killed on the Friday the 13th, and I believe it was, uh, was it, uh, uh, Something like 1366, wasn't it? What did they, I'm trying to remember. It was exactly. uh, 1314, I think. 1314, yeah. And, of course, the, the whole idea is that they know that ultimately we're catching on. And with things like the Internet, it's backfired. That's why they want to stop uh, private broadcasting. That's why they want to stop the Internet, because they don't want the public to rise to that level. Many of us have had these levels of knowledge, not because of human experience, but because of supernatural and spiritual knowledge that we receive from our Creator. And that's why they're so aghast, because they think that we're just machines to be treated like cattle, and that's why they want to poison our food and destroy our minds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have to, and that's why all the terror is being fo- uh, forced upon the public right now. And uh, under the guise of terror, they hope to take away all your rights, including your, your right of speech. Right. So uh, it's all tied together. They are nervous. They know they're on the brink themselves. They either pull this off or they fail. Right, and they know that there's a cataclysm coming to the solar system. That's why they're building these underground cities in a panic, not realizing that the ultimate protection is a transformation from us internally as to what kind of a being we are. And then the intervention will come supernaturally to protect us, like the ancient peoples of Israel were protected through walls of water. The peoples of the future will be protected through walls of living fire because it's going to require supernatural protection to survive what's coming. It's not going to be something that if you're going to have enough guns, enough food, enough water, enough right politics, you're going to survive. It's literally a consuming fire, and we are only going to transition this if our spirit and the nature of understanding what we are transcends our technology so we're not destroyed. We do have a caller, Jeff, in Colorado. Right after the break, we'll take your call, Jeff, and others. 866-582-9933. Amazing revelations. Cutting through the matrix. Get this material. You need this material. You need to know what kind of a being you are, the nature of the universe, that we are a created being by the Most High God. And if you don't get this deep into your understanding and your, your DNA, you will not survive. Welcome back to the Nutramedical Report. Our caller, Jeff in Colorado. Your question and comment for Alan Water, myself. Go ahead. You're on the air. Yeah. I'll ask my question to hang up on that work. Uh-huh. Uh, but I can't help but notice that the similarity between the Eye of Sauron and the Lord of the Rings and the Great Seal on the back of the dollar. Is there any kind of connection there? Was <laughs> Did he, he, he write a book about fighting these evil people? Is that what Lord of the Rings was? And I'll hang up and listen on the air. Sure. Thank you. Alan. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Uh, the Lord of the Rings was allegories for a system of uh, special bred people <coughs> and lower classes all the way down. Right. Uh, so you had the people at the bottom that were base, etc. They sort of reversed reality in a sense. And um, you saw lots of Masonic symbology and the terminology all through it. And uh, even down to where the ring at the very end of the last one, uh, you saw the volcano with the, with the it was a half moon uh, with a fire uh, coming from it, and then of course it turned into uh, a Masonic star, etc. Uh, the whole thing was Masonic, and when you realise that the, the author himself lived in Oxford University pretty well all of his life, even when he got married, he was into married quarters there, and um, 
Lewis was a, a great friend of his, and Lewis said the man was obsessed with writing uh, these these books. You, he, if you mispronounced a single word or term that he used in his books, he would literally take it as real because it was real to him. You, they were using real occult terminology for the people's names and and all of the, the things that happened in that book. That was a form of religion to them. Right. So, so yeah, you're, they actually show you a lot of their system and have you chewing on what you think are the good guys who are really the bad guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. That's pretty standard. Yeah, that's very, very standard. Uh, you know, the real issue comes down to this. Uh, and that's why they call themselves masters of light and darkness. They, uh, the original sin, as it says in the book of Genesis, wasn't to reproduce. The original sin is to decide for yourself what is good or evil. These people often think that in their own minds, they're doing right by reducing the world population or poisoning the people with toxic food or radiation or technologies uh, or starting wars because they're doing what is right in their own eyes. And that's the real issue is that down through the ages there are the people that have written the books, been in the universities, controlled the, the higher education, the high priesthood, all the medical schools are Masonic, all the law schools, all the political organizations, everywhere in the world and every religion is Masonic. And, and all the bureaucracies too. Yeah. Every single one. And if people say, oh no, they're not, well, you might have good people all the way through every organization. There's good people that are Buddhists and Catholics and Mormons and whatever. But the fact they're all being deceived. They never have the truth or the whole truth. They all have shades of things that are often a dialectic to confuse and control them. Because if they actually went back, like I do, to the Hebrew-Greek Bible and actually see things, and if they read other books and other cultures, yes, there is a, a God of the universe. Yes, there is a creator. And they want to take away that to make us either accept atheism or scientisticism, which is basically that we are an automaton. All of those are, are lies. There really is only you, two you things. You also find in The Lord of the Rings, you see that the Pope who granted the Templar Charter to them uh, was called uh, Lothar. Lothar, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, he was called Lotherio in, in uh, the, the middle in uh, Europe. However, uh, Lord of the Rings is L O T, and then you have the R on the end of it. Lothar is a hidden Lothar in there. You see, they right. do, uh, consistently uh, with their with their the, the names that they give you. So it was a praise to an extent of the, of the new system that was given birth to, new part of their system when the Knights Templars were given their charter. Right. I love how some of the, the points, too, you even show in the Zodiac, how this goes back many thousands of years to the, the various, how they take the exoteric and the esoteric and combine them so that it's right in front of people, but they still don't perceive it. They don't understand it when they look at the atom, which ties in with the Egyptian aton, and, and the darkness or matter of A-T-E-N or aton. Uh, the, you know, talks about the sun and about the... The fact that many of the, the look at the north or the abyss referring to the constellation Draco, which is in the constellation of Orion, uh, all of this stuff that talks about the serpent, you know, these things make sense when you understand this, and it's deeply embedded in our culture so deep that people can't see it anymore. Even the names, you, you have Manhattan, at, uh, it's a hidden atom. You have NATO, that's a scrambled atom. Uh, they use it all down through the system, and we, we rattle off the words without thinking what they really mean. You know, it's all around us, place names, Memphis, Tennessee, you know, it's all Egyptian and so on. Right. Uh, so, and no one asks why. Why would you have so many Egyptian names in a supposedly new country of, of America? It's not just the names, it's the sounds. Yes. It's they worship the sound, which is why the Hebrew alphabet is specifically set up around a, uh, 
they call, I guess the, the term that I've heard is they call the rotating fire of the Aleph, where you can form all the different letters yeah. using frequencies with a rotating Aleph. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You and also if you go into the Lord of the Rings, you'll have a column who was the, uh, the sort of artificial slave, the man who was altered that you could not trust. And that's from the Kabbalah for Golem, the artificial man, the created slave who was altered through magic. Right. In fact, all of the Kabbalists know about golems, yeah. which are basically resurrected pseudo-men that can be created even from clay. They could actually make a golem. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is... It, and this is embedded. I mean, that's why I tell people they have to understand when they're going to, let's say, uh, the modern culture, if they go to a lot of the, the, uh, the, the Kabbalistic rabbis, they'll tell you that they're not a lot far off from Harry Potter. Yeah, oh, absolutely. <clears throat> yeah. But the thing is, they look and say, well, I don't see it in my group or my church. I say, really, at the top of of the uh, public, uh, you know, television or radio ministries that are big in America, at the top of the Catholic Church or the, or the Buddhists or any other organization, do they not see the satanic and Luciferian and the dialectics of these high priests in every different religion with a, de- with a number of thousands of different masks? Yeah, and you also have uh, oh, you see, even when the, the the universal church, is which the Catholic Church is, is a universal church. Right. You had an empire that had a massive hold on a great part of the world, and it was a great time of change. So they knew it'd be easier to control the minds of the people through religion, and they transformed literally overnight with Constantine's decree. Right. Uh, and uh, all the all the the high priests of the, the temples that existed simply changed names and kept the same institutions and all through the Catholic, the early Catholic structure and medieval structure too of their churches and cathedrals uh, I, could, I could take people on tours and give them the story of all the architecture and all the symbols and what they mean is phenomenal because right. every, every ancient uh, religion is contained within it yeah you can go to, <clears throat> to if you go to uh, Milan, Italy, go to the Duomo one of the largest cathedrals on earth <clears throat> and it's massive and you walk in it, and you're thinking you're in Egypt, Egypt or Sumer. All yep. the symbols are everywhere. It's like, mm-hmm. where am I? This is not northern Italy. This is ancient Sumer or Egypt or, yep. you know, it's unbelievable. All the ancient, uh, you know, high priest symbols that are absolutely non-Christian. Oh, absolutely. And the same as Ravenna, the Templars, the Templars were heavily involved in, in the building of the, the cathedrals in Ravenna. And uh, the, the, the symbology of the occult is right in your face everywhere you look there in right. those uh, churches. Yeah. Now, of course, uh, in a sense, the bloodline is the bloodline in a sense of knowledge, which is why they become so askance when they find someone who knows things that they that quote they shouldn't, yes, because they haven't given it to you. Mm-hmm. But the fact is, this is a profession that the basis of the knowledge that comes from the Most High God and that we know things and we know how to see things because we're given those gifts not by these people that consider themselves the dark overlords of our era but it is the time of the end of this age of clay and iron that's why it's called the Nutramedical Report and Clay and Iron Show we're not going to survive this age because we have better technology or geopolitics we're going to have it because we have a better internal revelation of what we are and we're going to survive our technology if we understand that we've been lied to all the way through the ages and that they're going to poison us with vaccines and pandemics and population reduction and not prepare us for solar cataclysms, which we could because we can survive anything. But they're doing it on purpose 
so that they can prove just by telling us in advance that they truly are the predator class and we're just the sheep and we're not. And that's what they're totally in a panic over now because they realize the ugly truth that they've been lied to as well by themselves. Welcome back to the Nutramedical Report. Your calls and questions, 866-582-9933. And hope everyone has a great Fourth of July holiday. If you don't see that these materials are essential for your future survival, intellectually, spiritually, and economically and physically, you have to know what they're really planning. And they tell you in advance that that's the amazing thing. Your comments uh, before I went on that little rant there, Alan, uh, before the last break, can you tell us uh, your comments on all of this uh, dialogue that we're talking about? Yeah, what we're in right now is a battle uh, against all that which I would call base. People are becoming very base as they sink into the world completely of matter, and they're forgetting uh, any other side to them, any kind of spiritual side at all. And uh, because of that, they're being so easily led uh, by the elite along this agenda. They grab every toy that comes along, they run with it, they don't question it, they don't question what the next step will be. They don't see they're being trained into getting a brain chip ultimately, and that once that happens, it will be game over. But it's all ready to go. They just have to convince the public now to take it. And that would be quite easy with enough stress in the world, and they bring forth this miracle cure that's better than any kind of Valium because it will use your own um, particular chemicals from your brain to be stimulated and hormone uh, increases, etc. And it will be pushed on all the big talk shows like Oprah, etc. It's been a wonderful thing. And people will go for it in droves, uh, not realizing that once everyone's got it, the main switch is pulled and there's no more you. Uh, that's what they're trying to do, is to cut off our escape route, uh, our, our way out of the, the world of pure matter itself. Absolutely. We have a comment and question by Osa in Texas. Go ahead with your comment or question, Osa. Uh, hi. Uh, what's going on? Wonderful. Uh, well, we're having a great dialogue with Alan Watt, literally uh, Cutting Through the Matrix. This is his website, cuttingthroughthematrix.com. And Alan, of course, is on regularly, uh, literally uh, cutting through with a surgically smart intellect and spirit, understanding that you have to get rid of the falseness or you're going to be a victim. Uh, yeah. Now, I had uh, actually one quick question. Well, actually, two quick questions. Um, I heard that the Real ID Act was uh, attempted to be passed in May 11, 2008. Do you think uh, this will go through? Do you think this is prophecy, or do you think it will be shot down just like the immigration bill? Well, the immigration bill is just one of many attempts. Your comment, Alan. Go ahead. Uh, um, I, if there's no opposition to it, and I don't really think there is, the public there's enough fear that go along with pretty well everything, and it's not. It, what's got me worried is that there's a lack of um, even indignation amongst the Do you see that they're so used to have handing their ID out in stores and everywhere else that they don't think it's no big deal to take the next step. Uh, and I already hear people saying, well, what's wrong with it? I have nothing to hide. That's not the point. The point is you're supposed to have natural uh, indignation when your privacy and your right to privacy is invaded. Um, so you, you see that a lot of people already are gone. They are gone. I say they're 90-odd percent uh, on their way to the brain chip already, and they don't know it. Uh, exactly. Know it. So you have to accept that, you know. It, it is amazing, isn't it? Yeah, I mean that's I mean that's that's incredible. I mean, 
and it's, it's, people don't realize that this is closer to being fulfilled. But I, for one, I, I can't, I won't be a part of it. I just want to tell everybody out there that you know we have to fight this. Otherwise, we're going to be tagged, chipped, and controlled like cattle. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah it's, absolutely. It's, it's indignation is your, your, a part of your survival mechanism. And when it's not present, it means that has gone. Your survival instincts have gone. Yeah. That's right. I mean, I know this is an amazing thing. And I just want to let people know out there, you know, I, I definitely appreciate the work that you're doing, trying to get the word out and let people know about what's going on. Because... Yeah. If we don't fight and speak down now, we're going to be silenced forever. The main thing, way, main way to fight or come in opposition to this is become informed yourself. Realize that we're like the 100 monkey theory. As we get informed and we, we tell all the people to listen to the programs, find out yourself, get the materials from people like Alan Watt who are leading into this fight against the falseness. And in the, the, the fog of confusion or Babylon, the Babel is getting worse. Not better. People think with more advanced technology it's better. Yes, we have the Internet and so on, but they want to shut down those avenues where people can find the truth. And uh, even inside, though, the Matrix, there's lots of people who have done great evil things. They're starting to turn. We see signs that are showing up, and we talked about this before the program, Alan, of some of the top leading people starting to think, well, maybe this is not a good idea, like Gorbachev, Zbigniew um, Brezhnevsky, that actually helped to found the CFR, a lot of these people are literally looking at, at the edge of the abyss and saying, gee, I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah, because now they know that their own part in it uh, will be uh, fulfilled and they themselves will no longer be necessary in this new world that's to come up. They won't need uh, sports commentators or mainstream news people anymore either once they have all this completed. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's amazing, isn't it? Uh huh. Yeah, they've worked their way out of a job. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And that's happened. Now, a few years ago, Sir James Goldsmith, who, who helped spearhead the, the European Union and who worked for the Crown Royally, um, uh, began a party trying to pull Britain back out of it. He says, this is going to kill everyone off. Right. And after his first few speeches and a book that he put out called The Trap, he suddenly came down with a fast-acting cancer of the pancreas, and he was dead within two weeks. Right. And so he was disposed of. But he did come over and warn the U.S. Senate, and I've got the, on tape the speech that he gave, and he was a master orator. And um, everyone in the Senate understood perfectly that the European Union and the American Union uh, were disastrous for the ordinary people, but they all voted for it anyway after his speech. Yeah, exactly. That's what's remarkable, is that it, that it actually fixed uh, many of the people are coming out. And that's what we want to do. We want to recruit from their numbers. We want people, even some of the people that have done the worst things, like George Bush Sr., Billy Clinton, they need to know they're not staring down the, uh, the lie that they're going to have extended human lifespans and a wonderfully refurbished earth and it's going to be peaceful and so on. No, what they're facing is death, shortened lifespans, and mental uh, destruction and a total matrix. They're not facing something nice and wonderful. They're facing disaster. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the thing is, too, that's the, that's the interesting thing about this pyramid structure. Uh, up until this present time, those who served it loyally were given extra benefits, a little bit of life extension, that type of thing. But they're beginning to see this coming into fulfillment, and they are beginning to panic because they realize that as the, as the, the lower classes and all the rest of them are eliminated, uh, they will be next because they will have no purpose anymore.
Well, it isn't uh, the words of that Second World War uh, author that talked about, you know, they came for this group and that group, and then they finally came for me, mm-hmm. and there was no one left to speak up. Well, we see that now. We're not speaking up when they go after Iraq and Afghanistan and then Iran, and then, of course, then they'll come after the uh, the illegals in America and then the, the Muslims, and then they'll come after this group or that group, and guess what? They're going to then come after us. Uh, everyone <coughs> who would go along with the agenda. You see, this is a war of terror, and they are the, the ultimate revolutionists who have revolutionists uh, down through history, which they guide, always promising you to be free if you come through and help them, and you, you end up furthering their agenda, and, and they knew a long time ago where they were going through revolution, but they, they, did, they were well aware that this is the final revolution, and they call it theirs, their, their revolution, to, to pull this off. And they've gone all out, because they can't, if they fail, as I say, they will go back as it happened before, and they will be hunted, and they know it too. So they're going to use everything at their, their command, all their, their high-tech powers and sciences, to try and pull this off, but mainly, as always, will use terror on the public. Whenever you have a revolution, you have a reign of terror, and we have a reign of terror on the whole world right now under the guise of fighting terror. Uh, that's typical of the psychopathic personalities at the top. Yeah, everything is the opposite of what it says. And, and yeah. the nice thing about your books, uh, Cutting Through the Matrix, is you show people how to understand and deprogram their brains from this foolishness, these lies. CuttingThroughTheMatrix.com. Thank you, Alan. As we go into the 4th of July holiday, cut through the matrix and understand if you don't fight for the future, you won't have a place in it. And this 4th of July, we don't want it to be the last. We want it to be the first of many more. Thousands and millions of first of July's, fourth of July's, for America that needs to be an independent nation. A hundred, a thousand, ten thousand years from now, it'll only happen if you cut through the matrix and understand the truth. Alan, your closing comments? Yeah, everyone has to start making a decision now. Um, if their life and everyone else's life around them that they care for is worth saving, and if it is, we have to stand up now and and take whatever consequences come our way because we don't we won't have another chance, shall we? Absolutely. Very good. Take care, everyone, and enjoy the forest. <laughs>